This episode of the Here's My Thing podcast contains cuss words that are not bleeped out. Everyone, my name is John Russos, and this is the 58th installment of the Monday Morning Commute and the 400th episode of the Here's My Thing podcast. Before we get into it, starting today and for the next month, I'm going to upload episodes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I'm going to see how it goes and then address it in September, and I want to try and do some other stuff during the off days. If you have any questions, anything at all, please reach out via Instagram DM, text message, call, or FaceTime. Naturally, the number 400 giving me a perfect excuse to talk about the rapper YG, his brand titled 400. I've been following him, I think, since late 2014. My friend Danielle put me on. I think YG is brilliant. I think he's inspirational. Top five favorite artist of mine at past few years easily. And I don't even need an excuse to talk about YG. I'm sure I've made references to him a lot on the podcast, but it's about time that an episode, episode 400, uh, for the most part, dedicated to him. Um, I'm going to be complimenting him for majority of it, but I also want to share a little story of getting Sriracha Mayo, my black bullhead denim jeans, little tempura batter on there as well. Driving back from work, call it 10.30 p.m., listening to his album, Still Brazy. And the album itself, I started crying in the car, and I'll I'll touch on that in a bit. I want to talk about a fantasy that I have with YG. So, I mean, with that, everyone, I envy YG's bravado. His effortless swag, it has been so cool to follow him since his days as an artist who gained attention through club hits and twerk-friendly songs, now a politically active and conscientious lyricist, fearlessly using his platform to stand up for what he believes in, and seeing him assume this role as a father, the love he shares with his daughter, her name Harmony, through selfies which he occasionally blesses our timelines with, it has been nothing short of a treat. I don't want to call him a jack-of-all-trades. I think that would be disrespectful in my eyes. He is well on his way to mastery as an artist, but he also does so much other stuff. He's an actor. He started his brand 400, now breaking into the fashion industry, taking styles from his neighborhood and then putting them into designer stores. It's his authenticity, his unapologetical acceptance for who he is. This is something I can't help but appreciate but also aspire to achieve, and I use his motivation. Not as much a blueprint for myself, I want to pave my own path, but one to study, one to reference to, when confidence may fall short, maybe a creative endeavor doesn't pan out, maybe a DM gets left on red, maybe I have an issue in my personal life, and I can always turn on hard bottoms and white socks, and I got a question, or slay to name a few songs, and through these songs, find reassurance that these bumps, these bruises, all just lessons and all part of life. It's nothing but admiration and respect on my end. And the amount of times I have pictured him and I is sitting across from one another at a very small circular table. There's a white tablecloth over said table, flowers in the middle. I don't know flowers that well. I want to say daffodil. It might be a white rose, though. I really can't tell you. There is a candle. It's electronic. And the candle's on. But for some reason, it's 2 p.m. in the afternoon, I don't question it. Maybe I realize maybe a day later that that candle was electronic, but we didn't even need it. And it's 2 p.m., but we're drinking Avion tequila. Part of this homage to his music video for the song Left Right. 
We have shot glasses. We're not throwing it back. We're sipping. I picture myself saying this to him. You know, YG, if I'm being honest with you, for the longest time, the idea of myself by choice, the idea of myself by choice eating quinoa, it seemed like a sick joke. But the older I get, the more I actually see it happening. And then he would laugh after that, dubbing me as a unique and quirky individual. I want that to happen. I remember getting off my shift, back of house at this teppanyaki grill, uh, the Thursday night of June 16th, 2016, my hands gripping the steering wheel of the same CRV that I speak of today, but pruned from water and excessive exposure to bleach. My black bullhead denim jeans stained with sriracha mayo and tempura batter, being in the general vicinity of a deep fryer all night, it had dampened the Fruit of the Loom V-neck that I wore under my restaurant uniform. YG had just dropped Still Brazy, his sophomore album. I put it on when I started my drive home. For some reason, I started crying. I started crying. I was listening to the album and I broke down and and I wasn't sad. I, I suppose I was happy. I was excited. The album is a bento box of feelings. It's tough. There's the expected bravado. But what did it for me was YG's courage to open up and be vulnerable about him nearly losing his life. Before the release of the album, YG had been involved in an ambush at his private studio. The third track, Who Shot Me, addressing this and the bullet wound to his hip. And I'm not going to act like I know anything about the production behind music because I don't. Uh, But this beat, it has that underlying G-funk. And on top of it, what sounds like someone plucking a few strings on a sitar, giving the track this ominous energy that would be absent without it. This was the first contrast to a voice that I had only previously heard in a very confident light. Starting at the first verse, he says... My thoughts dark as fuck, like the barrel of the pistol I saw when he sparked it up. Then opening up about how he wonders if the people in the studio knew about this, only then mentioning the effect it had on his family and the shirts that could have been outfitted in his remembrance. In bars 11 through 12, he brings to light a lack of immediate response from his friends. To quote him, when the shots went off, I thought the spot was deserted, but nah, everyone in the spot was just nervous. I don't like that. Not wasting any time in the second verse, he starts to point fingers. Coming out hot, maybe because I fucked Jamal's bitch. Or maybe it was the guy he socked out. Saying he's about to say fuck it and start squeezing without aiming. Or ultimately, admitting he has trust issues and on top of that, nightmares about him going after the guy who shot him. YG is the reason I wore hard bottoms with Costco white socks. He is the reason I wear the Nike Cortez shoe. I could go on forever. He is brilliant. He's a pop culture icon. He's a sex symbol. He's an inspiration. I'm assessing this episode right now. Um, Everything that you've just heard, I've talked about with someone else. The fantasies talked about. Certain songs talked about. 
if he's wearing something stylish, talked about it, interviews, hyping about, talked about it all. And that's one thing, having a conversation about YG, I've, I've never spoken about him in a bad light, only positive things, just general conversation. I like him as an artist. But then when you walk into a coffee shop and you order an espresso and, and biscotti and the espresso served with a shot of mineral water to cleanse the palate in between sips, and when you sit down and you open up the MacBook Pro, you start typing into it, and you're sipping the espresso in between paragraphs, occasionally biting down to the biscotti, and when you put together two and a half, three pages of basically compliments about YG, and you think, okay, like I didn't know, I didn't know I... Th- I didn't know I thought about him that well or that much. And then when you go back to your apartment and you take off all your clothes except your Fruit of the Loom boxer briefs and you sit down and you start reading what you wrote into a mic and then you listen to it again and then you realize that, well, everyone, I've never met him and it seems so weird that I think so highly of him. Part of me, I wonder if the fantasies that I construct take that pedestal that I've already put him on and just raise it even higher. It puts fandom in a different light. I still like YG, but it's pretty interesting how obsessive we can get over people who we don't know anything about besides an occasional three-minute track in their Instagram and some TMZ interviews. I'm looking at the clock right now. Everyone, it is about that time. This has been the 58th installment of the Monday Morning Commute and the 400th episode of the Here's My Thing podcast. Everyone, my name is John Russos. Thank you for rock with me. Till next time.